I'm sorry, I just have this mental image of Chuck Norris flying on a broomstick now. All of them? Like, I want one survivor. Here's my counter for that statement, Ryan. Butterfly effect. From video games to movies, from comic books to TV shows, this is Nerd Out. Nerd people talking about nerd things. Um... Hello, everyone! <laughs> That's an intro. Woohoo! Right, uh, right, right there. Yeah! No, uh, so welcome to uh, Nerding Out slash Nerd Out. Yeah. Uh, the podcast of the century right here, uh, where we just talk about all things nerdy. Uh, I am Caleb, uh, screen name Iron Ore, and with me today I have my good friend Ryan. Hey, aka anything you want to call me <laughs> and uh also to my left here through the screen is adam we're professionals oh because <laughs> we said it on the internet so it's true <laughs> so true so true so very very true um but yeah so uh just sort of casually talking about random stuff so uh before we like get into any real hard hard talking topics that have been in news lately uh i was just kind of curious like if you wanted to share stuff that you guys have been into lately gaming comic books movies or anything if you have uh it's share time share with the internet guys because <laughs> oh geez sh- share with the strangers because that's what our parents taught us to do sharing is caring there you go <laughs> but no if any of you guys have stuff that you've been up to lately now is the time the up to is uh the want to of uh gaming wise path of exile <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah you and i've been talking about doing that we should really sit down in time to schedule that because that sounds fun yeah i mean that looks kind of like a diablo spinoff you know it might be a lot of fun <laughs> Um, yeah. then we got Dead Space 2, which my computer hates Ooh. right now, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. the struggle of the recording, <laughs> and I have a crappy computer, so, uh, all about, uh, Dead Space 2, let's see, what else? Oh, Guns of Icarus is a thing. Guns of you Icarus know? is definitely a thing. Balloons, it's like, oh, uh... Caleb setting our ship on fire multiple times. <laughs> I did not set the ship on fire, okay? I, we, I, no, I... I crashed us into a ton of things, but I did not physically. I may have. I may have driven us into some flamethrowers. Oh no! <laughs> but that that does not in which I forgot entirely to warn you guys work about helium balloons. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot to tell you guys. Oh, hey, they're shooting fire at us. <laughs> You're like, okay. How do you miss that though? <laughs> no, I don't miss it. I just don't think to tell them. I'm like, oh, hey, there's fire. It looks pretty. Well, my job was just staring at a the piece of armor and just hitting it with a wrench. So I yeah. mean, uh, <laughs> like, I was, I was occupied. Yeah. Well, while the other engineer ran around and actually did work. Ouch! Ouch! You know, without me, I turned my back for one sec. No, no, ten seconds, and the whole thing falls apart. <laughs> that is so true. Though. What is with that? <laughs> you went to go man a gun, and then the ship died. 
that could literally be online gaming in a nutshell. I heard my back for 10 seconds and everything went to crap. Who knew Ryan was carrying us the whole time by doing nothing? <laughs> he oh, actually man. tries to do something and I'm then we die. I'm a professional nothing. Nothinger. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. In reality I... TV, they call that floaters. Mm. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Again, online gaming also could be considered reality TV in some spaces. <laughs> That's what we need. We need a reality TV show about gaming. Oh, gosh. As if people didn't have, like, stereotypical thoughts on gamers enough. Now they're going to be like, see, see, this is what we've been complaining about all these years. <laughs> these nerds the... with their online gaming. We should... Hey, that's up. At least we're setting their mind at ease. So. <laughs> That's right. Did you ever watch that uh, rea- reality show? It was on like TBS or something called King of, King of the Nerds or something like that. I've heard of it, but the name sounds that really sh- If If we didn't have stereotypes of geeks and nerds already, that show just put it there. <laughs> Holy cow. It was just like... It was... Yeah, it was just like... Um, it was basically like slash the survivor version of nerding where they put all these people in a house together and it was like it was like nerdvana and i think they called it nerdvana like that that's where you lived for like the duration of this tv show and, and then what was the, what was the, <laughs> and the premise the premise was it was each week they had a nerd challenge and like they, I think they were divided into teams or something. But anyways, and then the losing team had to vote off. And then so the lat and then the last man standing was the winner of some prize money, like all other game shows. But I just remember I didn't watch it too often. I was just like, oh, that'd be a neat show to watch. I'm kind of nerdy. I didn't enjoy that. Wasn't never really entirely caught my interest, but. Was uh, it uh was it actually on TV or was it one of those? Yeah, like... it was on TV. It was like TBS or something like oh, okay, that. Okay, 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 cool. I'll have to look um, that up. Kind of yeah. curious. <laughs> yeah, is but I just remember one of the times I went, I watched it. They had Quidditch as their challenge. Quidditch. <laughs> oh man, I was just like, this is an actual thing. And then, but no, here's the worst thing: is years later after I watched that. Not only did I have I realized I come to terms with Quidditch being an actual thing, but Quidditch guys is an actual thing. There's a collegiate level of sporting Quidditch, and they had a the championship series last year, which I decided to watch instead of studying for finals. Worth? <laughs> mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but it was very interesting. Just just the concept, guys. Of real life Quidditch for a second. That's crazy. Okay, Would you do it. Should uh, we set up our own Quidditch match? <laughs> yes. Oh, but here, no, no. This is the worst. Worst part about it is the golden snitch. Okay. For those of you, first off, for those of you who don't know, Quidditch is a Harry Potter sport from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. In which you fly around on broomsticks and basically play soccer for ever on broomsticks. That is that is the very dumbed down version of it real quick. But the golden snitch within this world is the little yellow ball with wings that flies around 
pretty much faster than you can see it. Like a hummingbird, pretty much. It is the hummingbird soccer ball. And when you catch it, you automatically win. So not like a so- soccer ball. More like no. a... No. <laughs> I don't more, know what that would be. More, more like, like a Chuck- fantasy game. It, it's the Chuck Norris of Quidditch, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris of Quidditch. I'm sorry, I just have this mental image of Chuck Norris flying out of Broomstick now. <laughs> that alone makes it Roundhouse kicking other people off. <laughs> he's just stand balancing on one foot, and the other foot he's just kicking everyone. Please, fan art now. Please, fan art. <laughs> and that is but... why Chuck Norris got kicked out of Hogwarts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyways, so their interpretation of the golden snitch is this random dude who is your stereotypical nerd looking dude and dressed in one of those giant yellow like morph suits, you know, he's in a yellow spandex suit. (laughs) Oh, oh gosh <laughs> with a tennis ball hanging between his legs oh gosh <laughs> okay that may be taking it game a over far. yeah yeah i say i say call it quits <laughs> no more, no. nope does Take anyone go after game. the snitch oh yes because i win i would feel really weird trying to chase a guy with a tennis ball between his legs <laughs> oh gosh I almost uh, want to YouTube this now. Just hold on, <laughs> hold on, just wait. I got this for you already. Oh, prepared. Live oh, reaction video right here. Oh no. <laughs> Check the chat. Oh no. <laughs> that just looks wrong That's on so many disturbing, levels. Right? <laughs> that is your golden snitch. If I was J.K. Rowling, I would sue for just something, like defamation of art or whatever. Be like, this okay, is not my so vision. For... <laughs> just public decency. God. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Oh, now we could Photoshop. Just put that guy, like, flying around on a broomstick with Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy trying to chase it. <laughs> Oh no! Oh gosh! Well, uh, yeah. I, you know, this could be our new icon. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really want that to represent <laughs> represent this nerd? <laughs> Do we want that to represent nerds everywhere? Well, it, <laughs> if it we're trying to break does. stereotypes, <laughs> I don't think this is the route to go. Uh, gosh. So what have you been up to, Adam? <laughs> um, well, I've been reading a lot of comics lately. I've been reading some of Brian Michael Bendis' run on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the okay. the newest ones that came out like right before the movie. Uh, oh, those had really good art to them. Yeah, they were pretty good. My one complaint is the fact that like it'll start a storyline, get to a good point, and then stop, and then pick up that storyline like four issues later. like i literally had the storyline that ended in like issue five and it Uh didn't pick up again until like issue 12 or something and Mm -hmm. by that time i was like because like i I picked up the next volume so i pick i read it by trades Mm -hmm. and i pick up the next volume and i'm like oh all right i get to see where this goes from here 
and it it's like wait, wait a minute what what's going on here why mm-hmm. it, it, it like it makes sense just because it's like the way it ends it almost ends on like a cliffhanger for the fifth issue and then it's mm-hmm. like oh let's see what happens next and then it goes off in a completely different direction Did i was like, like Pratt die no, oh. well, no like it, it jumps to a completely different storyline like the first five issues basically focuses on um star lord rebelling against his father jason because jason's basically trying to become a warlord of the galaxy and at the end of issue five spoilers if people don't care he Basically, Star-Lord's like, okay, my father was willing to arrest me and put me in basically, uh, their version of prison is like hypersleep in cells. He's like, my father was willing to do that to me. What is? What do you think he's going to do to any of you that stand, that uh, decide to stand up to him? And it ends with him giving that public broadcast to everyone on Spartax. And then, it, then the next issue picks up with them like in space. And they meet this new character that Marvel is trying to introduce at the time, Angelica. And it, it again, it doesn't pick up that storyline and again until like issue twelve. And I was like, "That's really weird." Do you think they're going to bring uh, Angelica into one of the new movies, or do you think that's way down the road? I can the see road, them. I can see them doing it if they can do it in a logical way because. Basically, in the comics, they introduced her as, like, the secret sister of Thor and Loki. Um, I guess I could see them maybe, like, having it, but I don't know if she was a character that would show up until, like, way, way down the line. Because I could see them more going, like, the Jane Foster route with Thor if they ever want to continue. Because, let's face it, Chris Hemsworth is only going to be Thor for so long. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh let jane be thor yeah i think they um, was they would probably recast her because i couldn't see natalie portman mm-hmm. wanting to come back no not, especially after dark world yeah, which i watched last night mm-hmm. and i actually enjoy that movie despite i mean it's nothing amazing it's not well but received but it's all right yeah i mean it's the not biggest... a bad movie just people just got bored with it too fast i feel like yeah, and I think part of that is because they cut out a lot of interesting things with Malekith. Because I heard, like, with some of the scenes they cut out, it was, like, showed Malekith for, like, the prologue, where he's, like, this aristocratic uh, dark elf who, like, thinks he's better than everyone. He's kind of like Apocalypse and Magneto, where it's, like, you know, the strong survive and rule the weak kind of thing. Yeah. And then Asgard, basically Asgard comes in and is like, you know, we're stronger. And, of course, he resents them thinking that and that's why he hates odin and all that but that basically all got cut out so that they could have more tom hilson as loki hmm. so loki did a good job oh yeah that's probably my favorite uh loki uh role i guess i like loki the most in the dark world not saying i didn't mm-hmm. like him in the other ones but i really liked him in dark world because you can they he, they do a good job of playing with the whole He's not a complete villain. There's there no, is exactly. I lo- mm-hmm. Like he respects Thor as a brother, but he still mm-hmm. wants to see him gone. Yeah, and like even at the end of the movie, with like the reveal that he's pretending to be Odin and stuff, like you yeah, can. Yeah, I'm when- curious where they go with that. Like, I well, want to see Loki have power for once. Yeah, but like even in during that thing when you see his re- Odin's reactions, even though you know it's Loki. Like, you watch that scene, and you can still kind of see some of the respect that 
Loki has for Thor that he's not like, you know, oh, I hate you, brother. Mm-hmm. But rather, okay, you're actually a pretty decent guy yeah. kind of thing. So here's my thing. Like, Thor is on Earth. So what's going to make him go back to... Well, he's he went back to Asgard, remember, yeah. at the end of Age of Ultron. He oh, yeah. Civil War, oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. He, wasn't <laughs> he was a, in I, Australia I, with Hulk I, I, and Daryl. <laughs> okay, I really want that to make it in somehow. Well, like, the room, they said of... the roommate's going to actually be in the movie. Yeah, I know. So I want to know how they tie that in. Because I, like, I heard, like, this is, like, it's possible that this is official Marvel canon now within the universe. And that I think that'd be, be hilarious. <laughs> and, like, a lot of people are, are expecting that kind of comedy to trail into the new thor movie yeah which will be good because there are a lot of comedic moments uh were show stealing for the thor movies but Mm -hmm. they were never emphasized and that's one of the possible things that hurt the movies is like they had these really good scenes that just were sort of diminished because they didn't focus on them yeah, well, I think the Thor movies are the ones that could have actually gone a bit longer because both of them are like around like an hour and 40, hour and 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. I honestly think like especially Thor The Dark World, there definitely could have been 10 or 15 minutes more and I would have been yeah. fine with it. Yeah, there was just like a lot left untold with that movie, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, I also watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season four. Okay. Uh, the first episode? Uh, second. I missed the first episode. Oh, see, it's... I, we're, we're reversed on that because I've seen the first, but not the second. Yeah. Which is how it's, it's supposed jarring. to be done. <laughs> I just, yeah, you fool. <laughs> I don't need to watch the first episode. I can figure it out with the internet. But uh, I guess for me, I, I still know what to think about this season because I'm rewatching season two. And that's still mm-hmm. probably my favorite season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so far. Mm-hmm. It was and really good. this one, it feels, well, maybe just because I'm still trying to get used to it, the supernatural element still feels kind of, I don't know, jarring a little bit to have in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because, I mean, like, the Inhumans things was scientific enough, if that's even a word. Um, sci-fi? To where, yeah, sci-fi enough. To where it still blended well with the whole spy mm-hmm. thing, but to go all supernatural so quickly is kind of like it's still. I'm still kind of getting used to that. That and just them going a little bit darker with the show, like showing a lot more blood and stuff. Yeah, I noticed. Like they, they definitely have a new tone to it. Like just feel, uh, like I'm. I don't know how to describe it, but like it's just like the tint. Like, just the picture-wise, it's darker than mm-hmm. it used to be to put that feel in there. Yeah, I mean, even there's one scene in episode two. This isn't, like, a spoiler or anything, but there's really mm-hmm. one scene where you see a guy just banging his head against a, a window, and you just see blood splattering on the window before, he, like, he gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely, that was just jarring for me. Yeah, and it's, it's more adulterated because uh, there was this scene, Alice is like... Uh, Basically, Sky's getting dressed, and they showed more than they normally do. I'm like, oh, so we're that type of show now. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I like that, because I liked how how it was, like, a good medium where, like, like season two gets Like, it didn't show a whole enough. lot or anything. It didn't show a whole lot or anything. It was just, like, that's out of place for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
Exactly. That's the thing is it feels like they're like, oh, we got a later time slot. We can go edgier now. It's like I liked how the Netflix shows had that dark and gritty feel. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was able to get just dark Mm -hmm. enough when it needed to without going that far. I feel it's veering very close to the Netflix stuff. Obviously, they can't go that far because it's on public television. But it feels like they're trying to get as far as they can with that kind of stuff. And it's like, eh, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it works out for them. It might pick up more viewers because apparently people want that type of stuff nowadays. Yeah, people assume, oh, it's dark and gritty and therefore it must be good. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Because, I mean, the thing about, like, comics in general is, like, it it appeals to, like, a wide audience, you know? So if they're closing off half their younger audience from the get-go, I mean, I don't, I don't see parents letting their kids do that in the, in well, the first place. Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was very family-friendly to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't un, like it wasn't necessarily, like, Dragon Tales or Spongebob or anything, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. There was nothing wrong. It was like, like, I probably wouldn't, like, have my five-year-old watch it, but someone who, yeah. like, knows the world, sure. Like, there's, like, I'm not, you're not going to see anyone's head get chopped off or mm-hmm. shoot or kill themselves to prevent, uh kingpin from finding out yeah there's no one's heads getting destroyed by a card door (laughs) oh gosh yeah but speaking of netflix shows luke and marvel luke cage dropped the other night i'm watching it tonight actually yeah have you checked it out yet i have and that was borderline a mistake for me uh-oh. Personally, right. personally, the binge, personally. The, the 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 not the binge, well, kind of, but uh, so last night, for the for people who don't know, I have an early morning job. I have to be at work at five in the morning. Therefore, I go to bed between nine and ten. <laughs> between nine and ten last night, instead of going to bed, I turned on Luke Cage. Netflix shows last fifty minutes. I watched two episodes. It's borderline about 11 to between 11 and midnight. In doing that, I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll go to sleep. And then Ryan text, text messages me at three in the morning my time. Holy cow. <laughs> you're too and my, old and you're, and, and you're defense. Something such an adult. In, in your defense, I did tell you to do that. but anyway not at three in the morning though i set my alarm for four in the morning i hit snooze it never goes off i wake up at six and i'm like oh crap and i was late to work this morning so so in other words luke cage is responsible for you being late to work Oh yeah, but no. <laughs> yes. But anyways, off of that side tangent, holy cow, is Luke Cage good? Um, I've seen two episodes, and I'm straight up like, it. It's not set in a Hell's Kitchen like the other two have been. It's in Harlem, isn't it? It is in Harlem, which I feel is right for Luke Cage's story. Um. So it's still New York. It's more uptown New York, I think. Or is Harlem downtown? 
I don't I don't uh, know New York. I don't know you New York. It's one of those areas. It's in New York, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh so th- and Luke Cage, you know, focuses on his uh on gang violence and everything. And within the his introduction in Jessica Jones, he doesn't have that personality yet. And this is taking place after Jessica Jones. Um, I thought there was a possibility that it would take place before and just show be more of an origin story. But at the same time, it is still an origin story because he has not taken up the hero mantle by the time he's Jessica Jones. And so this is him taking up the hero mantle, which I think is great. And so I don't want to say too much, but um, it's hard to spoil. Those who have probably seen it are further than me by now, by the time they see this or by the time you're listening anyways. But anyways, it, so it takes place in Harlem and he, when you see him, he is not yet into the whole stop gangs type stuff. And I, where they leave off on the, episode two uh is they do a thing that triggers it that triggers it and i'm not gonna say how but he is hanging out he works at a barber shop which i think is awesome (laughs) that's great It, it, it is this it is this classic like almost stereotype barber shop it is it is a barber shop and i love it and it, it it seems so out of place a little bit, but in a good way. Like it stands out because of its the design of the barbershop. Like the sign is all bright and colorful in this darkish Harlem, New York. And it's like just sort of that Ray of it, Hope, it, mm-hmm, pretty much. And that's exactly what, who the barber tries to be: is this ray of hope to children who are in troubled situations. And he creates his whole point of this barbershop is allowing them, allowing kids to come off the streets. He like sets up this TV and Xbox or something. You you can't tell what it is, but they're playing 2K on it. So, <laughs> That's so, <cool>. um, <laughs> so anyway, so he just sets the, up this situation and for kids to come off the streets and so episode two, something tri- and so uh, basically he gets his uh, Luke Cage gets his inspiration to stop gang violence from the barber, um, whose name is Pops. I love that. Heck yeah! But anyways, so, how's the action in the first couple of episodes? Very good. Um, you see uh, the scene that they've been focusing on in their trailers where the guy comes up and tries to punch, yeah, punch him in the face. He breaks his wrist. Yeah, that's the that scene is just the final the final scene um for episode 1. Hmm. And it's very well. Um they haven't they're not focusing too much on action at the moment. Like cuz he hasn't put himself in that situation too many times yet. It's a lot more drama. Yeah. It, yeah, there's a bit of crime drama to it because of Misty Knight's in it, mm-hmm. and she's a Harlem detective. So, um, you got that crime drama since part of it. It's not all about the investigation because you know what happened. Yeah, but it's cool seeing her try to figure things out because they'll put the 
that crime drama feel when she's trying to investigate. And you're like, nah, it's this dude over here. He did it type <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it's all him. And she's over chasing this trails. It's like, oh, it's all this guy, this guy. No, no, he was framed, sir. But anyways, uh, hmm. uh, so that it, it, it brings that aspect into it. And so because it's not all trying to get you to investigate and figure out you know that's not going to stick very long in my opinion but uh my favorite part is uh, the person he's renting i'm guessing a loft from this chinese restaurant and they're getting uh and they've been on him about his rent this is a minor part of the story so but i just love it sets up for the line and uh he basically uh, these dudes come in trying to they're trying to get their money i don't know what for don't remember what for but anyways they're trying to get their money and he's comes in and they try to attack him and he just like throws one dude out the window dude gets punched in the face and just immediately goes down and then he's just like you gonna do anything about it and dude's just like nope i didn't like those guys anyway i'm out the door mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Thanks. And so then the Chinese couple just comes up and he's just they she gives him the money and he's just like we would like to hire you. And uh... he go, and I know, I know. And he goes I'm not for hire. And I'm just like I'm loving that line at the moment because Luke Cage uh has this uh series called Heroes for Hire where it's him, Iron Fist and some other people. Uh Jessica Jones was part of Heroes for Hire. I don't remember, but it was just this ragtag group of heroes, pretty much the people who are on the Netflix show, Netflix shows, and they just, and they're heroes for hire, which is awesome. And I just love that line. It's just like, we would like to hire you. I'm not for hire. I'm just like, not yet. Because there have been rumors for heroes for hire to be season two. How far far down the road do you think that would be? Do you think that'd be... Heroes for hire? Yeah. Uh, it w- there's been rumors for it to be season two. So, like, pretty much next year, then? No. Luke Cage season two will probably be two years from now. Okay, okay. Yeah, cause because Defenders comes out next year, right? Uh, I think ne- Defenders comes out next fall, because yeah. Iron Fist would be spring, and then they'll want to get Daredevil out, because that's their... Well, they said high- Daredevil probably wouldn't be till 2018. Oh, did they say that? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Daredevil would be then... Um... I could see Jessica Jones 2 being after Defenders then. Or Punisher. Oh yeah, we I forgot the Punisher one's out. Coming yeah, there's, there's a Punisher one coming, but I think they said they're going to put a delay on it to get other stuff out. Yeah. So, I'm curious. I, just, I know for sure that it's going to be Iron Fist, then Defenders, and it would make sense for them to put Season 2 of the other properties out. Um... Before season three of Daredevil. How's the level of violence on the show? Like, is it like it's not obviously going to be Kingpin smashing someone's head in, but it's more gun violence. Uh, Really? It's gangs. Yeah. Okay. So it's more of your standard shooting people and stuff. Yeah. But they they focus on the blood. Ah. Like there is more blood. So not quite Tarantino. But but, but, so (laughs) that's just ketchup packets everywhere. (laughs) So they 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 don't. I won't say they focus on the blood, but they put it like they're not sparse with it at all. Yeah, they show. Like there's this one scene of this dude just 
pounding this dude's face in. And he just stands up and he's just blood. Just blood. Like, it's a realistic amount of blood because shows, you know, to hide that, they don't put a realistic amount in most of the time. So, it's a realistic amount of blood. Like, this dude gets shot in the neck and there is a pool of blood on the floor. Mm. And it continues to go. Yeah, but it doesn't feel over the top or gratuitous. No, not yet. But you do when <laughs> I, I, it, it is Netflix Marvel. Anything can happen. Well, I wouldn't say anything. Well, Jessica Jones happened. That's true. I, <laughs> I haven't watched Jessica Jones, so I will confess yeah. that now. Yeah, Jessica Jones uh, just had some pretty interesting intimate scenes. Yeah, that weren't, weren't so intimate. They were just more forced. Ah, uh, oh, right. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, that's why you said you weren't going to watch Jessica Jones. That's right. Yep. Uh, but and so and there's an intimate scene within Luke Cage, but not Jessica Jones. It's like okay, it. And my on my standards, it's okay. Like they don't show anything. It's more uh, just like it's there. Like it happened, so it happened. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, like yeah. So I was okay with it, but I mean, it's Luke Cage who was a big part of one of those big scenes in Jessica Jones, one of those intimate scenes. <laughs> I don't know what other word to use, so I'm just gonna say intimate, like. 50 times in the next two minutes. Should get a counter on here. <laughs> ding. <laughs> Just ding. Cinema ding. sins. Intimate sins. <laughs> Intimate sins. Oh, no. That sounds really bad. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I just thought that through. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. It's just... I, I don't... They're not trying to push it out there as much as jessica jones did but i've only seen two episodes yeah some of the worst of the jessica jones scenes came in around episode five or six so yeah they've got time yeah (laughs) but yeah so luke cage good show i'd say check it out but i haven't seen all of it so i'm not gonna give a final opinion but definitely good start i have yet to been displeased with marvel netflix or marvel Except for, yeah, just Marvel Studios. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> Clarify. Marvel Studios, Marvel. For those who think Fox and Marvel are the same, because they're not. Nope. Which, strangely enough, a lot of people complained about Apocalypse this year. Oh, I still I'm one of those. It. I'm one of those. You didn't like Apocalypse. Okay. Fun talk. Let's do this. I'm curious. Okay. Why didn't you not like Apocalypse? Um, I mean, it had great action, you know, everything you expect from an X-Men movie, but it has to be my least favorite since, I don't know, the the original Origins Wolverine one. That was horrible. Ooh. Oh. Okay. See, okay. Here's what I've heard. A lot of people say it's worse than Origins, and I'm like, what is wrong with you, sir? I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to watch both of them again. <laughs> Oh, I really enjoyed Apocalypse. Okay, okay. I really um, enjoyed it. I thought it. Okay, continue. Explain why you didn't like it. 
Okay, uh, yeah, I'd like to hear why you support it, too. Um, personally, uh-huh. I found the, the major villain to be, like, one of those cliche villains. Kind of same thing with, uh, I know, different universe, but Suicide Squad. You know, like, uh, where the villain was almost... I know Apocalypse is an actual thing, but it's kind of, uh-huh. like, pointless to the whole story. Um, okay. Uh, it, nothing changed from them. Like, I was expecting them to change something after, you know, Days of Future Past. You know, unlike an alternate story method. But Apocalypse uh-huh. would have been there either way. Either from the old one or from the new one. And so you already knew he would th- they were going to crush him. Why, I mean, why do you say Apocalypse would have been there either way? Because his tomb would have still been open. He he got... They hey, were how do you know his tomb would have been opened? How do you know his tomb would have been opened? <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, okay, I'm the, just playing devil's advocate The there. third party that was digging in the for the tomb or digging for archaeology wasn't a part of any other... Uh, what's he called? I don't Event. know. Anti-X-Men group that we have okay. yet to... All right. So here's 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 my counter for that statement, okay. Ryan. Okay. Butterfly effect. <laughs> Change okay. one thing, one thing, and boom, everything changes. I'm just gonna say that right now. Okay. We're gonna, you're gonna. Re- <laughs> Good movie though. Butterfly man. effect. Flashpoint. Good movie. Apocalypse. Saving... Maybe not. <laughs> I know. Saving Barry Allen's mother causes <laughs> Thomas Wayne to become Batman. Boom. <laughs> Even though that still technically doesn't make any sense. Well, okay, but well, kind of. It kind of does. <laughs> yeah, well, it kind of does because when Reverse Flash explains it, he says you create a time boom and ripples effects across the time stream. Even though those two encounters have nothing to do with each other, when he did that, when he changed the his point of history that big, he changes everything in history. That time boom. And I loved that explanation. It's just like, we can change whatever we want and we'll just say, time boom. Time supernova or whatever. I was just like, okay, I can get behind that. <laughs> Welcome to the new 52. Yeah, besides, I mean, the Thomas Wayne uh, Batman versus Martha Wayne Joker? Come on. <laughs> That's hilarious. Just that concept. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's an entertaining wish that... concept. I don't know if I'd want to take it too seriously, though. <laughs> and I wish Batman was in the Arrowverse for that to happen in Flashpoint this season. <laughs> just to just take a look at it. Like a mini arc. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. They could cross over um, with Gotham. No. <laughs> What's the no. matter? You don't like the Batman parody show that airs on Fox every Monday night? Oh my gosh. Here's my one. I was. Season one didn't bother me. It had great buildup. Okay. Season one was interesting. I was just like, I'm going to give it first season jitters as a benefit of the doubt. Okay. I watched the season premiere of season two. It just felt like a random middle episode of season one. I'm like, no, I can't do that. You got to do something that hooks me into it. I'm not hooked. You know, you're just stringing on your plot points from last season. You're not summarizing any cliffhangers you gave from the season one. You're not doing anything. There was, it was, ugh. It was just (laughs) ugh. I did not like season one. Not a good part. I did not like the season premiere. Season one was all right. And then I hear season two was like really good, apparently. 
I heard it was then, bonkers. Just crazy off the wall stuff they were doing. <laughs> I good heard way or bad someone way. was just like some good, some bad. Like it's one of those things where like if you take it as this show is not trying to be serious, but just goofy, yeah. it's good. But if you're thinking like, oh, this is a serious crime drama, I've heard it's they've... not that good. Okay, I've heard that they've so they've introduced the dude who's supposed to be the Joker in the future, apparently. Yeah. In season one. Oh, hold on. Apparently they introduced him in season one. Now, and, like, you can tell who it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Who it's supposed to be. But apparently throughout season two, they cancel that, the fact that he's the Joker, but then bring it back in. And, yeah, there's just, like, is he the Joker or is he not? Let's be honest. On a, And then there's people throughout season one, they were fan theorizing that uh, the Oswald Cobblebot, the dude who's supposed to eventually become the Penguin, he's the Joker. I'm like, what? No, people, Gotham, please. That's okay. No. I also uh, saw and heard that uh, they aged Poison Ivy into a young, like twenty-something hot woman. How? Like, I don't know. Like, I guess she it's... was like supposed to be. She was supposed to be a teenager with Selena Kyle. Well, they like rapidly aged her. Oh my gosh. On the Batman series, Batman Telltale came out. That's been a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, have you uh, said that? Well, I've seen playthroughs. Uh, episode 2 just dropped this week. I have not seen anything for Episode 2, but Episode 1 was really good. See, I'm going to just wait until the whole season out, season's out and then buy it. Mm-hmm. So, they released it on console already. Mm-hmm. Oh. But here's the thing for it on console. So you have a disc version, right? That's what they release onto console typically. This disc version is in stores already. And it says, this is, um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't read it, but basically this is the disc for uh, Batman Telltale series. The disc has only episode one on it. And then you have to download the rest of the episodes, which totally ruins the point of getting a disc. Yeah, it really does. The and, 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 and most people, you know, get discs so that they don't have to download it because you know some people have a crap internet connection or something and can't. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan, you're one of those people. I know. <laughs> we struggle with that every time we try to play any game. <laughs> But anyways, uh, some people have a crap internet connection and can just not handle downloading a game onto their PlayStation. So or what do Xbox. we do? Or 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 Xbox. Correct. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment because PS4 versus Xbox One is coming back, and we'll get to that in a moment. But I want to finish my Batman Telltale series talk here. So your people get a disc so that they don't have to download it. And what do you do? You give people a disc, which is basically just a fancy download code. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. And I'm like, what? Why? That is, that is weird. Yeah. Come on, people. You could do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, not only that, it's kind of misleading because you know you're going to get that one like parent that's going to be like, oh, I'll buy this for Timmy. Thinking it's like the whole game, and then it's like, oh, you mm-hmm. have to download the other two episodes, mm-hmm. and you have to and wait months. 
And it doesn't even warn that at all. Like, okay, it does, but in very fine print. Yeah, And you really wouldn't know. Yeah, in very fine print at the bottom it says Season Pass Disc. Which also would lead you to assume if they come out with any expansions or DLC, you know, for it, like future episodes out of the five, that you would get that. But you won't. Unless you get the Season Pass. Yeah, but it says season pass disc on it, which basically is meaning episode one through five disc, not all the DLC and everything, because that costs extra. Well, usually with Telltale Tames games is just the main five episodes, isn't it? I've really never Uh, heard of them doing DLC. Walking Dead had expansions. Oh, really? Uh, Because like they kept doing season after season. Oh, okay. So it's, if you were all right, so let's put this in a Walking Dead format, okay? They release Walking Dead Telltale series season one disc, right? If I buy the season pass, I'm expecting it to get the season pass, right? Everything. Yeah. So if it says season pass disc on it, I'm expecting that I'm getting the season pass with it, which is everything. No, I'm actually getting only episodes one through five. Telltale then releases extra stuff, and I'm here complaining because I bought a season pass disc. No, I only bought episodes one through five. Yeah, but that's misleading then. That is very misleading. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They're most likely not going to do expansions for Batman. Uh, a lot of people are saying that it's not good enough for expansions, but I feel like it's still a good story. I don't know. We'll see how it ends with episode five. Hmm. I, I guess it also matters how it ends. I mean, it has exactly. plenty of villains to just take from anywhere. It, it so. does have plenty of villains. And I'm like, well, that could go. So like I said, it depends on how well it does with episode up to episode five and then it's like and because it does seem kind of big it seems like middle batman is where he's at not he's been doing this for a little bit but he's still struggling with this and that he's not so old kind batman of like, like that. Oh, he's no. not he's not christian bale no yeah or ben okay. affleck <laughs> he's there, not he's, there's no he's other batman wa- like ben affleck's batman unless you count dark knight returns frank miller and even then that one would probably get scared of ben affleck's batman <laughs> ben affleck's batman his look anyways definitely calls back to the adam west batman well it's dark knight returns like that costume is literally yeah. almost lifted off the page oh is it yeah. really oh well, yeah okay i need to take a look at that one more time then but it makes yeah, me but he feel was, it, 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 it reminds me of Adam West Batman. The whole <laughs> Justice the whole, League uh, Ben Affleck's gonna be dancing to Batman. <laughs> Please! Oh my gosh, that would be the Adam West for Batman Justice League. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's senile now, isn't he? Wait, no, I isn't have, uh yeah. isn't Adam West doing um an animated Batman now? Yeah, they're doing yeah. an animated Batman movie with uh him, Burt Ward, and uh the woman who played it's basically Cap- the yeah it's basically the callback of the Adam West Batman show yeah reunion tour of whoever's still alive yeah. <laughs> basically I'll probably watch it just to check it out mm-hmm. <laughs> no did it, you guys probably be worth it did you guys ever sh- see the original show or the 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 Powell Kabam Kablooey yeah, yeah. movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh so- good times. Mechanical bat sharks, shark whatnot. Plant. Yeah. Mechan- <laughs> the bat the, shark the, repellent. Don't leave home. Yeah, I was about it. to say the shark <laughs> repellent. Everything you need in a in a utility belt. 
Some oh, days yeah. you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> or a shark, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But PS4 uh, versus Xbox One. Yes, okay, yes. PS4, if you don't know, for those people who don't know, PS4 has recently... Uh, they haven't launched, but they have announced their PS4 Pro. Which is basically... A PS4, but with 4K. That's it. Mm-hmm. And it costs $100 more. Xbox One, done similar things. Similar things. They have recently released, they have released, and it is available for sale now, uh, the Xbox One S. Which is the Xbox One upgraded uh, hardware can handle 4K and there was something else about it. Oh, it, yes. It, HDR. It costs HDR and it costs the same as an Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Three okay. or two ninety nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and for the past few months before the Xbox One S release date, or, yeah, before the Xbox One S release, Xbox One had beat PS4 in sales. Which I think is just primarily because everyone had bought a PS4 at the during the opening time, and now people are like, well, I could get an Xbox One now. Nothing else is happening. Plus, Gears of, four, Gears of War 4 is coming. Oh, Gears of I can't four. wait. Gears of 4. But uh, <laughs> Gears of War 4 is coming out, and so I think that's got a primary issue to it. Um... But anyways, yeah, so PS4 isn't really thinking straight at the moment. And another thing is, the system is massive compared to the PS4. It's like double the size almost. Hmm. In my opinion. Do you think size pretty... matters when it comes down to consoles? Um, kind of, because, well, especially when PS4 also just released their slim version yeah <laughs> which i love my, my my favorite oh wait never mind it doesn't look that huge but it still looks pretty big it's probably going to be definitely bulkier than the slim it's probably going to be around the size of the original okay well here's the thing about the ps4 slim i've heard it doesn't look that much yeah it is not much bigger yeah oh, the, wait the, the xbox one s is significantly smaller than the original xbox one like uh-huh. I have an original Xbox One. I've seen the One S. It, you can see this. There's a dif- there's a big size difference, and the One S okay. actually has the power brick inside the console. That's nice. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about a bunch of cords. Okay, so never mind. I'm seeing side by side pictures now, and they definitely the PS4 Slim definitely looks smaller. But it it it's. Yeah, it's smaller, but I love, um, I was listening to a podcast about it, and I love the description for it. They said, it looks like a giant sandwich, (laughs) because the corners are rounded, and so it just looks like a flippin' sandwich, and it really does. Let me see if I can pull up a good picture here. Yeah. Well, I think the big thing is, is you, you had rumors of the, you know, the PlayStation Neo, and then, of course, the Xbox One Scorpio, you know, 
everyone assumed that though that like the Neo, which is now the PS4 Pro, would be Sony's response to the Scorpio being created. Yeah, it's and not- then when that event came out, it was like that's it. Like we get yeah. a little bit sharper resolution, obviously the 4K thing. But yeah, that's but it. here's the thing. What game is gonna release in 4K? 4K is massive. Well, they said that they're gonna already that like they're gonna release firm uh, or software patches for existing they're, games already. So they're gonna upscale it. Yeah, 1080 basically. upscale to 4K does not look good. Yeah, does not look great. And besides, um, I think a lot of people would rather have 60 FPS versus 4K with 30 FPS. Well, not only that, it's like the thing with 4K, and I've heard this with the Xbox One S when it came out, uh, it only connects to certain 4K televisions to begin with. Like, there are some that can't eat, like, just because of the way it's hooked up and stuff, it, it won't connect properly. And honestly, I think that this is where I'm a little concerned about the whole console future thing is I don't think there's a big future in 4K. I really don't. No, there's not. There's because not. that's always been more of a PC thing, but that's because PCs have always been more customizable as the opposed PC to... PC can handle it. PC yeah. can handle it. Yeah, you can get a more powerful PC, and I think that's the big thing with this console generation is that they're trying to move to a more PC-style model. Because well, P- you, hear, you hear Phil Spencer talk about the Xbox uh, Scorpio, and basically it sounds like they're going to where you can, starting with the original Xbox One going forward, you can play everything on any future console. It's more of these are incremental hardware mm-hmm. updates as opposed to full-blown yeah. console Yeah, update. well, yeah, the, yeah, because like PS2 to PS3 and ps3 to ps4 like the everything changed and like the system could just not handle backwards compatibility that was the prop like and well they're starting to do that with xbox one now like i'm playing mm -hmm. some 360 games on it yeah oh really yeah they basically with 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 the way they did it is they they basically made a xbox 360 emulator and put it on the xbox one oh that's (laughs) neat which it mean, cool it idea. still works. Everything runs fine. Yeah. Um. The the hardest part now is obviously they haven't done everything because there's so many 360 games. So it's just That's a matter true. of waiting for them to say okay, like every literally every week they're adding a few more 360 games to the list. And obviously you got to get uh, third party publishers like EA, uh, Bioware, all that to sign off and say yeah you can put this on your emulator thing. But um. Yeah, I'd... and and the thing is, is like with with Scorpio, it sounds like they're going to uh, uh, an idea of where they they're trying to get rid of this whole idea of console generations, which makes sense because honestly, I would say as far as like power capability and everything, you're not going to have like you said before, Kale, the monumental leaps from the PS4 or PS3 to PS4, you know, original Xbox to 360 to the Xbox One. That I don't think we're going to have those huge leaps in technology anymore. It's going to be more incremental, which makes mm-hmm. sense to go to the the PC model where it's like you know, okay, I just got to upgrade my you know graphics card, or I got to get a little bit better hard drive with a little bit more RAM and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
but that's what makes the PS uh, Pro thing even more puzzling, because it's not it, like they didn't say it would you know make your games run better. Because like the Scorpio, obviously we don't know much about that, but it sounds like it's going to be significantly more powerful than the Xbox it, One currently. It, they're is. making it sound like it's going to be you know the next Xbox. They're saying yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they said it's it, going to be most, most powerful console out there. I bet you it's going to be the thing closest to what a PC can do before PC and console merge. Yeah, which I don't see that happening, just because. Well, I don't see. PC and console really merging, but I could see us becoming a world overrun by PC. Well, I, I should take that back because Microsoft is already starting to do some of that where like Windows 10 will integrate with Xbox One. Like you can play yeah. a game on Windows 10 against Xbox One players. And like mm-hmm. Gears of War 4 is actually one of the new uh, first party Microsoft games where if you buy it for Xbox One, you get the PC version for free. And vice That's versa. cool. Which is yeah, cool. And, then, yeah. and Sony, uh, first off, has also come out and said that their main competitor, their main competition right now is with PC. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no. It should not be. But anyways, they've done that. And then also, they're... So, what PS4 has is this, to answer uh, backwards compat- the lack of backwards compatibility, 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 words, uh, Anyways, backwards compatibility, they have what's called a PlayStation Now. And what PlayStation Now is, is basically you pay like $30 a month or whatever, and you get access to this ginormous library of PS3 games. Which is really awesome. Well, what Sony has released is access to PlayStation Now on your PC. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to be incorporating also to this playstation 2 games playstation 1 games and ps4 games within the library of playstation now so wait uh will you be able to play all those games on your pc then like that on is emulator? the point okay yeah. well no they're the point is i think they're getting like a little flash drive or something that you plug into the pc or no that's so you can use a ps4 controller but the ultimate goal is to be able to play these games access to the library on your pc so you can play ps4 games on the computer that's cool but at the same time i think that hurts them in the long run because then it's like then you're not buying a console yeah what's the incentive to buy a ps4 or whatever i can just continue to upgrade my pc with you know each new hardware jump on consoles either way they're i don't know if they're gonna make Depending, I think once they start implementing PS4 games into this, the price per... I think they'll start having packages. Because right now, it's you pay about 30 bucks a month and you get access to this ginormous, like, I think it's 300 plus games from PlayStation 3. And then once they add PS1, PS2, and PS4 games, they'll start doing packages. Well, if you pay this many dollars a month, you get these games. Pay this many dollars a month, you get these games pay like a hundred dollars a month or fifty dollars a month you get ps4 games mm-hmm. to so you end. think that would help pay off it like uh that would help compensate for the cost of people not buying a new system a hundred dollars a month possibly maybe if you get enough people doing it if yeah, you get enough people sold say. on this but like a hundred dollars a month sounds a little drastic but when you that think is... about it an ultimate library of ps4 games 
I know. Yeah, but I don't see PS4. too many people doing that. The, uh, yeah. man, I yeah. don't know. I know. Because like, it sounds, but I mean, the price matches what you're getting out of it. Yeah. But will people jump on that price? No. Yeah, because it's one of those things. Where, but like, that's just the number that I've thrown out of my head. Yeah. Like, right now, it's like thirty-four bucks a month, which is very reasonable for like three hundred plus. You months. gotta know that Sony, if they see a huge response to this, they'll up the price. Like that's what they did with PS Plus. Is it was fifty bucks, and they were like, "Oh, a lot of people like this. We'll you know jump it up ten bucks." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I don't like that because it's kind of scary in the fact that the whole idea of console games, at least to me, is that it's a more accessible and cheaper way to play video games without having to spend a lot on a high-end PC. Yeah, you without get, dropping a thousand dollars on a yeah. PC. And and then you are able to get access to certain games that you couldn't play on PC, like Last of Us, Uncharted, or an Xbox case, Gears of yeah. War, Halo. Yeah. Um, and I think if you take that away, where people, I, I mean, it's awesome that you're able to access that from your PC, but a subscription-based thing is kind of scary because I like the idea of you pay it once, you pay your, you drop your sixty dollars or whatever, you got the game for life. And Adam's a one and done t- kind of guy. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm well, with you. And it's like because we already are getting frustrated with the whole season pass thing, where it's like, okay, I bought your game for sixty dollars, and now you're saying I got to shell out another forty, fifty to get the rest of the content. Imagine people saying, okay, so in other words, if I want to play these games every month, I have to buy it over and over again. Because that's essentially what you'd be doing. You'd be paying for the same game over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be paying for the same 50 games over and over again. Look at this way. Like. I'm trying um, to play devil's advocate for Sony here. It is not working out very well, guys. <laughs> Shut up, Sony. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I, um, go ahead, Ryan. No, but, like, for me, like, I'm someone who just replays games over and over and over again. Like, <laughs> for me, like, I'd hate to have to buy it <laughs> a second time. The principle of it is I got it once, and I'm set, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, could they do something more like Steam, except... Uh, so where they have an archive that you can buy individually um, well, and then kind have of a membership they, on top of that. That's kind of what they have with the PlayStation Store right now. Just they don't give access to PS3 games because okay. they want you unless the only way you could get access to a PS3 game is if they have released a remake of it on the PS4. Like uh, they're getting ready to do uh, release Assassin's Creed Ezio Trilogy on the ps4 remastered which my favorite trilogy out of assassin's creed by the way the only trilogy out of assassin's creed technically <laughs> that's right that's right because <laughs> uh, he's the best character because he's the only one who lasted three storylines <laughs> the only ones where they were actively improving everything too like uh, i don't know three to black flag was pretty improved i i love yeah. black flag that is so much fun. yeah black flag was one yeah. of the best because, because the ship combat is just fantastic. Yes. Okay, yes. The ship combat is fantastic. The, and they nix the whole background story, pretty much. They just focus on the assassin story. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a little bit of outside story, but not that much. And they don't focus in on that whole alien crap until the end. And I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm already done with the game. <laughs> yeah, that was always a little off-putting. It's like you yeah, get all into like, this whole medieval world, right? And then it's like, 
Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. Just throw uh, that meme right in there. But yeah, and it, to go back to this, it's like I would almost say if Sony really wants to get PC players, do what Microsoft's doing and say, hey, if you you know buy this on PC, you get the PlayStation version. It's like make them available to play on PC then, because I think well, you maybe would get that's a lot what more they're people. maybe that maybe that's what they're doing with PS now is just but not subscription access. base is what I'm saying. I don't know what I. I I, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying maybe that's what they're doing with PS now is allowing access to your games that you have on your PS4 to there. I'm not saying that that could be subscri- that that is subscription based, but just having this PlayStation library accessible on your PC um, opens doors regardless of what they plan to do. Yeah, I just and, I, I'd hate to see a subscription based future. Because again, I like I, mean, I don't even have hey, really Netflix or anything. It's like that's I, yeah. I was gonna fine. say that's where that's kind of where we're at with TV now, Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, but with those, it's like oh, you're only paying ten dollars, and you're getting a lot more content with again with, ga- with games. It's a lot more personal experience oriented over like like because we can play the same game, but have completely different experiences and still enjoy it in different ways. Um, and it's like with a movie, okay, you know, I stream or with Netflix, it's like you stream a whole season of Luke Cage and it's like, Oh, $10 for, you know, this awesome original content. Awesome. That's great. But with these video games, it's like, well, I could go out, get a console and buy this game once and never have to pay for it again. So with with Netflix, I just I don't know. I just don't like that that the whole subscription. Okay. Thing. Not. Oh wait. All right, never mind. Hold on. I'm reading a thing here. But yeah, um, library game. Connect controller. Hold on. Man. They might have dropped the price. Really? For PlayStation on. Now? I, yeah, I have to. Uh, what do I need to do? Convert. That's right. Because the ad I saw was a British ad, so I have to convert pounds to dollars here. <laughs> Freaking British people. Hey, don't hate on hate on the Brits. Huh. Okay. Here's an yeah, idea. Okay. Uh, no, never mind. Um, unless they charge it differently, uh, in a British, uh, it's about sixteen bucks. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is better. That's better. Yeah, but. Not- not not enough not good enough to warrant paying for it every month. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it, it's the whole paying for it a month. Like I can understand with online services like PS Plus and Xbox Live. Like I can understand that because obviously you got to pay for the cost of maintaining all those servers and stuff. And they give away games free every month, so you kind of mm-hmm. get you get a little reward yeah, but for if doing you, that. Yeah, but if you 
uh, but you own those games. So even if you drop, no, the no, not on PS4. Oh, not on PlayStation. You do on Xbox, but not on PlayStation. Oh, you you drop the service, you lose the games. That stings. Yeah, that's oh, wow. one of the reasons why Xbox Live is better than PlayStation Plus. Dang, I have an really Xbox. Got you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and see, yeah. So I'm thinking about switching over to Xbox, but I don't know. I'm just I like PlayStation. Like PlayStation has never done me wrong until today. And they've got a lot of good exclusives too. So yeah, I mean, that's the only reason I would. Do. Uh, you disagree? Not late. Not not lately. I I I agree, but not lately. Like they haven't released any exclusives, like since the launch. Uh, Uncharted Four. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, Caleb, did you try that? Uncharted Four. I did yeah. not. See, I would I love to get the Uncharted great. games. Oh yeah. Last of Us, and then uh, you have Horizon Zero Dawn next year that looks awesome. Oh, 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 wait, 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 guys. No Man's Sky. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we were just both like, oh, man. Uh, let's see. What else has been happening? Uh, oh, yeah. Yesterday, as of this recording was Rogue Friday. For those of you who don't know, Star Wars uh, is releasing a movie called Rogue One this de- this December. And there are people out there who don't know because Rogue they probably heard Rogue One but don't know that it's a Star Wars movie. Or a prequel. Or, yeah. Hmm, I, I didn't know that. I w- I okay. was, you, don't know, you didn't know it was a prequel? No, no, See, that's cool. Well, yeah, mind go. you, I close my eyes on all the... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, so Rogue One uh, takes place uh, before Episode 4. And it is basically following the little group of people that uh, go and get the Death Star plans and bring it back and save the day. So, that's really exciting. And since we don't see much of them in the future movies, I'm hoping they all die. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, all of them? Like, I want one survivor. Like, I don't. Well, we don't know that they don't all die. They can no. easily be in the other ones, just in the background. I know. Like know. I said, I, I understand that. But I would like it for them to kill them off. Or at That'd least, be like, like the most depressing why? Star Wars movie ever. Because I'm like, a... Everyone's dead. Okay, okay. Let the droid live. Because the droid Wait. looks badass. Well, droids always have to live. They're kind of like <laughs> the the flag. They're like the symbol of every movie ever. Man. Speaking of which, well, I'm looking forward to seeing some R2-D2 in the next one. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Not Rogue One. No, in Episode <laughs> 8. Yeah. I mean, no. after he sl- literally slept through the whole uh, Force Awakens. He was in a coma, <laughs> sir. Because droids pulled, uh, Mark Hamill. <laughs> but, but anyways, Rogue Friday, which is equivalent to last year's Force Friday, is basically, yesterday was the drop of the toy line for Rogue One. And they look pretty cool. I bought a few of them myself. And... Which ones did you get? Uh, I will be showing you in just one second. But, but no, they're pretty. So 
Dumbo. <laughs> uh, also, give me a second, and uh, I will pull up on the screen here for all of us to see uh, the whole line that was dropped. So give me one second, and I'll pull those up. But also in response, uh, they with Rogue Friday with the drop, they released um, pictures. Uh, I believe it was concept art or something. Um, oh, where to go? Oh, I think I'm still not that far back yet. Give me one second as I search for the toy pictures. Mm. Images released. Okay, those are the images. So if I click that, that'll pull up. Do, 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 do. No. Hey, this is Ryan. You shut up, video. Open? Here we go. Here are some of the toy images. Um, now I need to share my screen with you guys. That's fine. Too late. Already done. But yeah, here's some of the So this is the main character, uh, the uh. main chick, on <laughs> a mountain base. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So this apparently is one of the, it is supposed to be one of the shadow trooper helmets but it's a stormtrooper helmet painted black well you know but the then, empire can only get so creative with their designs and it can't be anything but, colorful or it kind of ruins it the yeah. death trooper helmets look so much cooler is what i'm saying hmm Anyways, and then this is what is this? This is a hover tank pilot. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of looks pilot. like a predator helmet. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got your Nerf guns. You got Jin. Uh, Cassian. Now here is K two. Who is one of the ones you got, right? Yeah, I got K two. Um, right here. If you guys want. Nice. Yeah. He's pretty cool. He's got this sinister look in his eyes, and I love it. Well, that's because he's, uh, according to the stuff I've heard, he's basically a former uh, Imperial interrogator droid. All right. Ah. He is a former Imperial droid, um, but that's all it says. Now loyal to the Alliance. I don't, I don't know if he was interrogator or not, but he looks... His look to me, he looks like one of the old Republic medical droids from uh, the prequels. Yeah. Which would go in line with the Empire taking old Republic droids and resurfacing them for crap jobs. But I don't know about Interrogator. <laughs> because in uh, Star Wars Rebels Season 2, uh, they run into this droid who is now owned by the Republic. Or by the Empire, not the Republic. But anyways, now owned by the Empire, who used to be a Republic navigator droid and was like really like high up on the droid list. Yeah. The droid hierarchy. Yeah, the droid <laughs> hierarchy. 
he got promoted. Here's the Ewing, or a, uh, a Nerf Ewing, apparently. That looks cool. Uh, which I also, I didn't get that specific Ewing, but I got a little uh, mini U-wing oh. that I just dropped. I like collecting those. I have a bunch of those. Yeah. So I got this little guy, and then I also got, oh, one of the Death Troopers. Nice. So. I wouldn't mind having the uh, Shadow Trooper helmet. Yeah. Well, they they have the, when I was at Target, there was they had the Death Trooper helmets. They didn't have Shadow how, Trooper. They had Death How Trooper. much were those? I didn't look. I didn't check the price. Gasp. <gasps> oh, and so here's the the look Death of it. Death Trooper. Yeah, that's what I got. I'm yeah. I'm really excited for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's a electronic voice changer stormtrooper helmet. Oh, Sabine from Star Wars Rebels. So within the toy line, they also had a lot of uh, not Rogue One releases. Because there's Kylo Ren. <laughs> there's a uh, Kanan Jarrus, who is one of my favorite characters uh, from Star Wars Rebels. All for, for one reason alone. So, for those of you who don't know, Kanan Jarrus is from in the Star Wars universe. He's a Jedi from the Clone Wars. Uh, he was a youngling back then, youngling Padawan, uh, who has survived and is now pretty much in hiding from the Empire and everything to do with them. He, he has changed his name to Kanan. His original name was Caleb, which is also my name. And so that's why he's my favorite character. <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> I just think that's awesome. And you can learn that type of stuff by reading the Star Wars books. Which I also Oh man, I haven't read. read any Star Wars books since Darth Bane. You have to read oh, the wow. new canon. You have to read the new canon. It's really good. I've been reading the week, the uh, monthly Star Wars comic by Jason Aaron. So good. I actually just picked up the new issue this past week. More Star Wars Nerf guns. It's amazing how you can sell something by just slapping Star Wars on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then hawk up the price. Now this looks really cool. It's a Death Star dollhouse, guys. That is actually kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Right? And I am tempted to buy this because uh, Star Wars is doing um, a toy short film video contest. So where you take oh, the yeah? toys from the new toy line and you make a short film video out of this. And this would make a cool set. Yeah. Okay, cool. here's, the, here's the Death Trooper mask. I wonder what kind of a uh, voice changer it, it does on you. Does it sound like the Grim Reaper? I'm going to guess it sounds exactly like a Stormtrooper mask. But <laughs> here's a... Oh, the smart R2-D2. It, like, connect connects to your phone and stuff. Mm-hmm, kind of like the BB-8. Yeah, but now R2-D2. Oh, this is neat. Little fighter thing 
big wheel with yeah. X-Wing on it. Yeah, it's basically a big wheel X-Wing. Saw Gerrera. And looks like we're done with pictures. Ta-da. Boom. But yeah, so I thought, I, I really enjoyed the toy line. And honestly, I didn't know yesterday was Rogue Friday until uh, I was listening to a podcast. And they were like, by the way, the new toys dropped today. I was just like, because there's a Star Wars podcast I listen to. And they talk about the toys a lot. And I'm like, and so it's gotten me hyped up for the toy launch. And I'm like, oh, these actually look really cool. And so now I have a bunch of Star Wars toys. Nice. And I feel like a kid again. <laughs> That's a great thing about Star Wars. It makes you feel like a kid again. Cool. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, There was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, a few other things. But one of them we kind of skipped over, so it don't matter now. But uh, DC Rebirth happened. Mm-hmm. I've heard recently. it's good. And what I like about it, and it might get me into it, because I have not read a lot of DC comics. I've read some graphic novels back when I was like in middle school, like just some origin story stuff for like Nightwing and Beast Boy and just some random graphic novels, which I always liked because you got a whole story, but with only buying one thing. And technically I didn't buy them. I just rented them from my school library. Mm-hmm. It's the which, way to do it. Which got me going to the library a lot as a kid. They had comic books. <laughs> they tricked me. But no, anyways. Uh, so DEC Rebirth. And the reason I like it is because it's a relaunch. You know? And you're just... This is the spot where if you, like, if you've been out of comic books for a while and you're wanting to get back in, or if you're new to comic books but don't know where to start, Rebirth is where you start because it's just restarting a bunch of stories. Would you agree with me, Adam? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, go ahead. Yeah, so there's just a bunch of different stories. I'm I'm going to pull them up right now, but... uh one of my favorite that I've heard of would be the. I've heard Red the Hood. Wonder Woman's really good. Re- Wonder Woman, I heard is good, um, but I was thinking of the Red Hood and the Outlaws, which is basically Jason Todd's Red Hood with uh, Bizarro. And it was, oh gosh, I think Artemis was her name, who is basically an anti-Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, they form, like, this, they're calling it the Dark Trinity. And I'm like, that sounds really cool. And so, that has caught my interest. Um, trying to... Yeah, one of the things that I think is so cool about uh, DC Rebirth is that um, 252 was good in some aspects, but in a lot of aspects it was outdated or just 
not really true to the characters in that. It, it made a lot of characters dark, gritty, and brooding. Um, like, you had Superman in, in DC New 52, basically very, almost Man of Steel kind of Superman, maybe even a little bit more dark and brooding. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't do a good job with continuity because they were basically like, okay, all the big stories that have happened happened in the last, like, five years. Mm-hmm. And, like, with Batman, it's like, okay, so you're telling me that in five years you lost... You had, you've had three Robins. One of them got killed by Joker and resurrected. Or no, four Robins, because you had Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, and Damien within five years. <laughs> One of them died and came back. You had your back broken by Bane, um, and then you, you came back from that, and Barbara was shot by Joker and paralyzed. That all happened within five years. <laughs> that is that, way too much. It, exactly. It was like they wanted to have their cake and eat it too, and it was just like, no. You ain't eating this cake. That, and it tried to be really trendy in, a, in, in, in one of those uh, annoying ways where it's like they would shove references to stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it wasn't, it, it was too, I don't know how to put it right, but I guess... <sighs> It, they felt, it felt like they were trying too hard. They were like, we really want to make these characters popular. But we don't want to... But they just they didn't do it right. Mm-hmm. That and they just... A lot of the story decisions they made were... There was a lot of controversies around the New, the new 52. A lot of uh, things where writers were disagreeing with what uh, DC Comics wanted to do. Like the, the heads. Of, like Dan DiDio... More Dan DiDio from what I hear than Jim Lee. But I, I guess there was a lot of butting of heads with writers and such. Plus, they wanted the writers to basically uh, be ready to ship two comics a month. And that was just too hard for them. Oh, my gosh. The writers do two comics a month? Yeah. That is... They wanted, They tried to make it, like, bi-monthly. Uh, you, comics are once a month, dude. Sorry. Yeah, well, and it didn't help that, like, they overloaded it with, like, they had, like, two or three Superman books. They had, like, four or five Batman books. Oh, uh, yeah. Cause you Scott had action Snyder's comics, Batman is awesome. Because you had uh, action comics, detective comics, and then, I don't know what else, the, and then, obviously, your main Batman storyline, and then everything else yeah. that branched off. Well, you had, you had the main Batman, written by Scott Snyder, which was awesome. You had Detective Comics. You had uh, limited series Batman, Tales of the Dark Knight, or whatever. You um, had All-Star Batman. No, no, that was a miniseries. Oh, because I thought Frank that Miller. was... I heard that was still going, I thought. Oh, no, he just I'm never finished a... it. Oh. He, he like, started and it, literally they just took what issues were written and made him a trade... It's not that good. Don't read it. I, I don't recommend it. Um, don't, don't read it. So says the comic man, Adam himself. Yeah, I can say that I own a ton of comics. I'm trying to collect all of Ed Brubaker's Captain America run. About almost halfway through with that. Um, but yeah, it, it was... And then that Batman Eternal, which was literally a weekly Batman comic that ran for a year straight. And how was that? How was the quality that- on that? 
that one was actually pretty good because they had like Scott Snyder, the, who was the guy, the writer on the main Batman universe, kind of overseeing it and writing some of the issues. Uh, then you had James Tynan, the fourth, who was kind of like uh, Scott Snyder's sidekick or Robin to put that where he would come in and do the other issues. So that was pretty good. The, the only really annoying thing is that sometimes uh, because it was a weekly comic, things dragged out a little bit too long. Like you would have those filler issues. It, it, like, you know, how on a TV show you have that one off episode where it's kind of like we can't, you know, give you the big reveal yet because we still got a few more episodes to fill out. Uh, so yeah. it's kind of just kind of like a hey, let's see where everybody is at this point. Um, to the to the point where it's like by the end of it, I almost kind of forgot how it all got started because <laughs> like they would start <laughs> referencing stuff from like the first few issues, and it's like oh, I don't even remember what happened. So it was good for a, a weekly comic series, but um, I can see why they would never want to do it again. But I think they are with Batman and Robin. They did a couple of. Uh, a few uh, issues with that. But I mean, overall, the New 52, all right, but I'm glad that they're doing Rebirth because it sounds like they, uh, they're they going in new, fresh directions. They have designs, and they, they aren't defaulting to dark and gritty. It's like, literally, in the New 52, one of the things was also really annoying. Like, they made Wonder Woman the goddess of war, basically, which is, like, almost totally against the normal character of Wonder Woman, like, it was all based in, like, Greek mythology where she's, like, you know, the illegitimate child of, like, Zeus and stuff. It was just, like, no. It was too It was too out there for me. Like, I tried to read it, but I couldn't. Does it have a dedicated fan base, though? Or do like you think it's universally kind or... of... Uh, whatever one you were just referring to. Wonder Woman? Um, not that I know of, like... I heard it had its moments, like critic critically, people liked it. Uh, um, I w- I don't know about actual community. Like from what I've heard and listened to, a lot of people didn't like New Fifty Two as a whole. Um, just because again, you had things where continuity was constantly getting messed up. They would shift characters' personalities around that really didn't fit anything. Like I don't mind a tonal shift with a character, but when you completely change the character from what they've been for like years and years and years, unless it's just to offer a fresh new perspective on that character. I, I, it didn't work a lot of ways. Like I love, I will say the one thing Scott Snyder's Batman and Aquaman by Jeff Johns was amazing in that. Hmm. Those, those were the big ones. Um, Justice league was pretty good. That had some cool storylines like throne of Atlantis. Um, Oh yeah, but again, of Atlantis was very popular. Yeah, that was a good one. But again, the biggest problem was is I felt like they tried too hard to make the characters cool. It basically has the problem that the movie the movies have now. Yeah. But for Rebirth right now, um things I'm excited for. Um the Batman storyline. Uh because they've introduced Gotham and Gotham Girl. Well, that's a few issues in. If I won't spoil it for you, but <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, I know Gotham dies. Yeah, spoilers. Ah, who cares? <gasps> Screw spoilers. Caleb, we're gonna have some serious talk after this. 
Oh, Ryan, get ready. <laughs> but no, okay, so anyways, but what I've heard is they're alluding to Batman dying? Yeah, I've heard that too, yeah. And... Like, she sees, the Gotham girl sees into the future and says Batman. I So that, I'm curious how they're going to have a Batman storyline without Batman, but maybe it'll just transfer over to Gotham girl. So that'll be interesting to have a Gotham City without Batman. Do you think he'll, uh, they'll just have someone else take up the the cape, if you will? I mean, it'll probably be Gotham Girl. That's what okay. I would see would say. So yeah. Would she be masquerading as a Batman per se? No, she'd be or... Gotham Girl. Okay, so it would completely shift from Batman. It would no longer be Batman. Correct. So they probably end the Batman series and start calling it Gotham Girl. Okay. Um, so that's one that I, I that has caught my interest. Uh, from what I've heard about, there's like two or three different Green Lantern stories going on. I don't mm-hmm. know which one it is, but there's one that has uh, a anxiety character who deals with like panic and stuff, which is very interesting given that Green Lantern's power comes from the power of will, and anxiety is sort of like the opposite of that. I want to say, I think that's the main one, the main Green yeah. Lantern book. Mm-hmm. So that has caught my interest, especially dealing with anxiety and panic attacks in the past and everything. So that sort of connects with me. And then the other one that I mentioned earlier, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, uh, setting up for a dark trinity. That seems pretty cool, and I wonder where they're going to go with that. Yeah, uh, I heard the Batman's really good. Uh, they have a new one called All Star Batman, but it's written by Scott Snyder, not Frank That's Miller. That's the one I heard about. That one sounds really cool, where it's basically a road trip with Batman and Two Face. Yep, that's the one that I heard about. Not Batman All Star, All Star Batman. There's a difference. <laughs> Wait, which one's the good one? Remind me. <laughs> the good one is Batman All Star. Yeah, okay. I believe that's it. Yeah. Yeah, no, the one I'm excited for, uh, Batman. Um, I heard Wonder Woman's really good. I'm definitely wanting to check that one out. Um, I also heard that the Superman is actually pretty good as well. I heard uh, Supergirl's not bad either. Uh, It just sounds like they've gone back to more of their roots. Yeah. Because it was one of those things where it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Like, that's... That's kind of the th- where I'm at with uh, Marvel's comics right now because they're they're trying to be all new, all different, but they're also rehashing old storylines that we've seen before. <clears throat> Civil War Two. Yeah, I was like, ah, but like the, the premise I've of heard that nothing interesting. I've heard nothing bad about it. I've read the first issue and it's been like, I don't want to spend money on it <laughs> because well, I heard, spending money well, on comics gets expensive. Yeah, that's why I only have one monthly comic that I buy because <laughs> I but can't no, afford. So I've heard I've heard nothing bad against it. See, and... I I heard the newest issue is not that good. Okay, see, that's the first bad thing I've heard about it. But I've only heard from one source, and that one source really enjoys the storyline. And then I enjoyed it. The premise is awesome. They've done some gutsy things with it. Oh yeah, they've done some. And you know what? Civil War is a place to do gutsy things with the storyline. So. Yeah, uh, but no, just the sides that people have chosen are interesting from what I've heard. 
and I'd say it's a good storyline to go check out um, and just make your own opinion of it, clearly. Uh, but other than that, I think we're good to go. We got about, you know, it's been a, we're coming up on an hour and a half. So yeah. are you guys planning on, what are your future plans? I mean, at the the start of this, we talked about our what we've been up to but what are we going to do i can't tell that that's personal information sir oh goodness oh goodness are you like planning on killing someone or something no i'm kidding uh, uh <laughs> luke cage, yeah, luke cage that, that yeah, that's definitely a, watch luke that, cage. that's a huge must for everyone Reads i mean everyone comics. ryan Read more <laughs> comics <laughs> Any comics you're looking forward to reading? Um, I've been uh, going through like some of the big big events uh-huh. uh, from Marvel that happened like in the mid two thousands. Like I re- just finished House of M, that was really good. Because uh-huh. um, I get most of these from the library I, before I buy them. I'm like I'm gonna read it to see if I like it before I decide I want to own it. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I should have done because. Uh... I think I got what was it? Uh, I have it right here. Yeah, like the only ones that I blindly buy are oh, yeah. uh, ones that I trust the writer. <laughs> yeah, I got Secret Wars, and I couldn't get hooked into that. That's something like, yeah, I feel like I yeah. needed all the build up for that one because it just threw me right in the middle of it. I'm like, what just happened? Yeah, another one. Um, I actually want to read uh, Mark Wade's. Uh, take on the newest uh, Avengers run that happened like oh. right before uh, Civil War Two. Mm, that'd be interesting. Just to see if I, that was any good because I like Mark Wade. He's one of my favorite writers. I also want to check out his Archie comics. Actually, I've heard those are really good. Speaking of not superhero comics to check out, how's the Hannibal Hannibal Barbera run been doing? Have those released yet? Yeah, I heard the Scooby-Doo is actually pretty good. I was kind of against it, but I heard it's it's so like crazy that it's actually a lot of fun still. Yeah. Uh, the that's... only thing I don't I heard is not good is that they just turned Shaggy into a hipster, basically. Well, I mean, have you seen him? Yeah. <laughs> and he was able... he was here. Here's the thing: he was a hipster before being a hipster was cool. He did it without being annoyingly over the top about it. And I, I hope that that's not with the comics. Like, I'll probably check that one out when eventually it comes to trades. I'm just saying, he was a hipster before being a hipster was cool, guys. The original. <laughs> Shaggy, the original OH. Yeah. Uh, but that's cool. Uh, Ryan, your future uh, well, plans, sir? <laughs> my future plans is to figure out how to make dead space work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we can but, uh, get the game working. Uh, he's just trying to record it for a Let's Play. So Yes. <laughs> I've been guiding him. Yes, but uh, I'm a bad student. Um, You're not a bad student. You oh, and of course, a... uh, Path of Exile. So for me, more yeah. on the gaming side. But uh, yeah. hats <laughs> off to you guys. <laughs> no, uh, uh, for, those, uh, for people who don't know, well, pretty much everyone since you're just now hearing me for the first time this millennia 
<laughs> but no, uh, this is I, I run a gaming channel, so uh, which lately has just been live streams, and so uh, gonna be working here in the near future on getting pre-recorded stuff up. So uh, check that out uh, on YouTube at uh, Iron or Gaming. So search that up and yeah. drop a subscribe and a little like here and there i appreciate it, it. <laughs> and uh that's uh actually ryan's stuff is going to be showing up on there too so uh his don't space... judge his whole channel based on my stuff <laughs> <laughs> because of his crappy computer <laughs> <laughs> so basically but, uh, what he's saying ryan is that you ruined his whole channel because no, you, yes. you weren't no. able to bring stuff on there. He, he I hasn't like to call it, it. I bring the Lego aspect to his channel. He 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 hasn't ruined it yet, guys. Because it hasn't made. Oh, it you play the Lego games? Record. Those are awesome. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Let Let's say my frame rate highly resembles the Lego game. <laughs> oh no! No no. no no no! His frame rate highly resembles a picture on the wall. <laughs> so, so what you're saying his is like resolution. the Atari had better. His rate. resolution re- resembles Debatable. Legos. <laughs> his frame rate oh. resembles a picture on the wall. I can't get his videos to do anything. It's just like... I, Because he'll send me the videos so that I can edit them and put them on the channel. Because he's never going to not send me a video. Because I don't trust his videos anymore. Oh yeah, oh yeah, who knows? Maybe my video player just sucks, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. But anyways, he he sent me some videos last night so I could check them out today. And we were going to try and get something up today, but holy cow. Not we happening. Made... Well, there's potential. Potential. <laughs> there's potential. We, We've got plans. Yeah, which we'll be working on right after this podcast, actually. But anyways, he sent me videos last night. I kid you not. It's a screen it, it's the main menu the main menu frozen and then it'll just jump to a random like it's like a picture of a dude on a desk or something and frozen and then it'll just jump like five minutes into so the future so it's a slideshow <laughs> yes it with is a slideshow it's a slideshow with very interesting audio because it's talking about some crazy you know it's dead space it's talking about and it's the recap of what happened on the last game. So you're hearing all like the actions and the. Yeah, I got tired of uh, trying to replay the beginning of the game over and over again. <laughs> 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 trying to get the dang recording to work. Dang it. Yeah. All right. I, I'm, I, I fear for our first episode when he's going to just have a numb reaction because he's seen everything 50 like, times. Wait for it. It's going to jump out in 2.5 seconds. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Surprise. <laughs> so i Uh, I fear for our first episode of this one but we'll see what happens will be made yeah and some girls yeah it's been a pleasure yeah it was nice uh talking with you guys and uh you can always find find me anyways your host of this podcast if you couldn't tell but uh at uh i'm on twitter at iron ore uh, and then Iron Ore Gaming on YouTube, and we'll probably get a Facebook up at some point, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, find me there. Follow, like, subscribe, and we'll see you around.
Till next time. Toodle. Bye. Toodles.